Welcome to the View in Your Mirror podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Rubin and Katie Harms. From new moves to tried and true strategies, we'll dissect the ways in which clothing and a little organization can and does affect your daily life. Come along as we hope to inspire, engage, and shape your rituals as well as your shapewear. Lisa Rubin. Katie Harms. Here we are, just you and me. I know, just you and me. That's Back. a song, but we're not going to sing it. Just you and me in person, Live together. and in person, together. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time. It really has. I feel like we're almost starting out again, but we have almost two full seasons of incredible experiences. I have just learned a lot, met a lot of great people. And I think what we want to do today is really talk about kind of a culmination of what we're hearing in the world. We're coming into summer. We're coming hot into summer, which means kids that have just gone back to school are now going to be home. Companies are starting to contemplate bringing people back. People don't know if they're doing that or not doing that. And what does this all mean to us, our wardrobes, our households? And we want to talk about all of that and weave in some of the feedback we've gotten from people. Yep, and I th- I think it's a perfect time to do this. It really is. So what are you hearing? What kind of feedback have you gotten over the last several episodes? Bring us, you know, really what you're hearing from people. The feedback has been fantastic. Um, the biggest feedback I'm getting is that everybody loves the tidbits that you and I both give um, me with on the wardrobe and in being the best version of yourself and you on the organizational closet household piece. And people just like listening to some things that maybe they wouldn't have thought about or thinking of doing it in a different way. Everyone has loved our guests, but they really have loved what you and I talk about. Well, so, that's kind of nice, isn't it? It's very nice. That's, it's that's I've gotten a some little bit of a, a good feeling, a warm feeling. It is. It's great. Could it's, be the 96 degree heat we're having early here in June, but no, we'll go with the good feeling. And it's been hot everywhere in the country now. It really The whole has. country's hot. It really so. has. You know what I've decided this year? Hmm. I'm going to wear sleeveless shirts and I don't care. You are? Yes. That's wonderful. Yes. I think that's great. I mean, really. You're going to rock it. I am totally going to rock it. Do you, I have come to the conclusion that when I walk into a room, people aren't saying, oh, there's Katie in a sleeveless shirt. With her wiggly arms? <laughs> With her wiggly arms. Hey, don't talk about my wiggly okay. arms. <laughs> you don't know, but that's what women or, think or about. in general. It just doesn't matter, right? It, it matters that you're present and you show up and what's your attitude. And that's what we talk about. There. What is my view in the mirror when I walk out the door? Now, admittedly, I have to tell you, since we have started this podcast... I do walk out the door and I say to myself, would this pass the Lisa test? (laughs) The Lisa Rubin rules is what my my clients say to me all the time. Well, Katie, all I'm going to tell you about the sleeveless shirt is two things. Just please make sure your bra straps are adjusted if you're going to wear a sleeveless shirt. (laughs) We got to go back to that again. (laughs) Yes, we do. We do. Because really, if you're going to wear a sleeveless shirt and you have your bra straps adjusted properly, that sleeveless shirt is going to look a lot better. That is so true. And probably the right type of bra. There are some. And the right type of bra. So we should go back. People, if you want to know the right type of bra, have we done a right type of bra segment yet? That might have to be. We touched on it in our bra podcast, which people could go back and listen to. That's right. 
But if you're going to wear a sports bra, yes. depending on what size you are, just be very careful and in tune to that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a sleeveless shirt that maybe is a little more see-through, mm-hmm. I don't recommend a sports bra. It will not look good. But the other thing, getting off the bra thing, is to make sure everyone's arms are moisturized. Yeah. So you can use a sunscreen moisturizer if you're going to be outside. But if you're going to wear sleeveless tops, dresses, whatever it may be, make sure that you've moisturized your arms because it's going to make a big difference in how your arms show up. Exactly. And how you feel. Yeah. And the sunscreen moisturizer, and if you want, go back and listen to our Skin Sisters episode because there's lots and lots of hints and tips in there about good product to use. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be a recommendation from them, but they'll give you some hints and tips on on how to find the right product for you, which is excellent. So I have a favorite word because it really, I think, holds true in every aspect of life, and that's efficiencies. So if you are a professional, you should be looking at the efficiencies of your business, right? Exactly. In every aspect of your career, you should be looking at the efficiencies, how better to do something, not even necessarily with less time, but just more efficiently so that it gains you some time. In this realm of what we're doing, I think it's something that we as women tend to push to the back burner, even though it's so important. So the efficiencies of the way we we set our wardrobe up, the efficiencies of the way we set our spaces up that we live in are sometimes pushed off for other things, be it our family, be it our friends, be it our business, when these are things that can gain you so much time in your life. You said that perfectly. And I, yes, perfectly, Katie. Thank you. And that is one of the things I talk about with clients. And to wrap your head around getting an efficient wardrobe for what you're doing in your lifestyle in the next, I say, three years will save you so much time in the end. And not only will it save you time, it's when you are ready to get ready for wherever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever trip you're taking you feel good and you don't get frustrated before you even get dressed. Because if a woman is frustrated about what she's going to wear to whatever she's doing, she's going to show up very differently. Exactly. And that brings us into energy, right? Yes. What is the energy of your space? What is the energy of your wardrobe? I mean, you know, people will joke and say, oh, that's very woo-woo. It truly isn't. You know, we had Belinda Jensen on and she talked about things she could affect in her three minutes of her weather cast is her attitude. She was all no matter what was happening in people's lives, she was going to bring this attitude. And if you do not start your attitude in the morning and energetically you're not in a good place, how is that going to carry through your entire day? Or how is that going to carry you through in your space? If in your space you look around and there's stuff everywhere. Now, some people operate better that way, but I still think it's a learned behavior to be a little more organized and to be a little bit more efficient. The energy that you bring to the the spaces that you are in, the clothing that you wear affects your day. A hundred percent. And even if somebody is not a well-organized person, doesn't have everything perfectly hanging on a hanger, or folded in the drawers, et cetera, et cetera, I still talk to them about removing, let's call it bad karma or removing bad memories or removing things that when you look at it in your closet, when you're going to get ready in the morning, it just gives you a icky feeling inside. 
and then you get more frustrated. And then you might have a dog barking or a kid yelling or the phone ringing. And then you you just don't even know what to do. So you end up putting something quickly on and then your whole day, you're feeling uncomfortable. And you don't even know it until you get home at the end of the night and you take these clothes off and go, oh, that was my problem today. Or you might not even realize that. And the next day it's a repeat and you get into these patterns. Right. And so the people that like to throw their dirty clothes or their dry cleaning or the top that they hate and they just throw it down on the floor and then they continue to look at it in their closet. What I suggest to people is find a different space for that and put it somewhere that you don't see it every day. That's a great suggestion, particularly if you think you might be wanting to get rid of something, but you're not quite ready to find a place to stage it. And then if you don't miss it in your closet, then it can go out of your house for good. Now, as far as laundry in your closet, have an actual space that holds a laundry basket or it's it. That is one. Interestingly, one of the biggest misses in closet design is where do you go with your laundry and your dry cleaning? And now a lot of homes are built presently with uh, laundry rooms right next to closets, but you still, you're not going to have everything going right. You're not going to walk across your laundry room every single night and throw whatever it is that you have on. You still want a space for that tucked in a nice basket that you can pick up and carry in there. Same with your dry cleaning. Even if it's just having a hook with a place to hang the dry cleaning bag that's tucked around the corner. So it's neat and organized and it's not visual pollution when you walk into that space because that space should be, like the rest of your house, a sanctuary. Yes. And let's talk about dry cleaning for a minute. We haven't dry cleaned many of our clothes for the last year and a half because we haven't been wearing clothes that are really dry cleanable. But we are going to start doing that. So you have had clothes in your closet for a year and a half that you have not touched. Maybe you've looked at a few times and now you're like, oh my God, I have a wedding to go to. I have a shower to go to right this summer. I have, I'm going to take my first big vacation. And you start pulling stuff out of your closet and it has deodorant marks, it has grease marks, it has food stains, it has things, and it's been sitting there for a year and a half, and now you have to wear it. So my suggestion to people is to even just start going through some of those big pieces in your closet that you think might need to be dry cleaned, and dry clean a few of your key pieces so they're fresh and ready to go, because that's also very frustrating. Now, do you also suggest trying them on before you go dry clean them? Because again, what's happened during COVID is we maybe have gained some weight. We maybe don't fit into everything that is in our closet. And we've been ignoring it because we've only been wearing three pieces, three pieces, (laughs) (laughs) three pieces, and maybe not including bra and underwear (laughs) (laughs) and pajamas. If you wear pajamas. Yes. And maybe for the zoom call, you know, you put on some under or underwear, (laughs) maybe, maybe not, maybe, but you maybe put on jewelry or some earrings or something like that. So you really have had your staple pieces. I was trying to think of one guy that was saying, well, I just kept a shirt on the back of my chair for when I did Zoom calls and put put it on. One can only imagine what's going on in the closet. I read something, someone on social media who said that they were bemoaning the fact that they had put on some weight and someone very gently said to them, why don't you just simply dress where you are now instead of worrying about what you aren't right now? Which is so simple, but what a lovely sentiment if we could all hold on to that one. That's also what I talk about. So when I help people for the first time or I'm helping current clients because most of them are telling me they forgot how to dress. 
I, I don't even know how to dress anymore, Lisa. You need to come over and help me learn how to redress, which sounds so crazy, right? But we really didn't have to think about from head to toe. That's right. We And we got out of patterns of knowing what to do. Right. And are things going to be the same? When you go back into the office, our office is going to be more casual. And yet you're looking at these beautiful clothes. So maybe how do you change how you're looking at those beautiful clothes? Maybe you're going to wear a Chanel style jacket with a pair of blue jeans. You had on the most adorable outfit the other day that I was just, it was tipped. I mean, it's not surprising <laughs> tip to top, but it was just, it made me smile. It had color in it. It was perfect for that day. That could go into an office if people are going more casual. I think what you're doing and what we're trying to encourage people is to look at ourselves and our spaces differently. And sometimes that takes a professional person to come in and guide you, just like you were talking about needing a dental appointment to update or clean your teeth twice a year. Or what about hairstyles that are changing. I've heard from people that have not had a haircut, a haircut haircut for 15 months. Several of my clients, I I was just with someone yesterday and she said, Lisa, I listened to your podcast. I got my first haircut in 15 months and I decided I was going to change it up. And I'm not, I, if you'll notice, because my hair grew out, I don't have bangs anymore. What do you think? I said, I think it looks fantastic on you. But it wasn't a severe change. It was just just a slight change that just made her feel a little different when she looked in the mirror. And I just think that if people are going to start thinking about all of those things, and they are going to start going back, getting their hair colored, getting their hair cut, getting waxed, all of these things, I think that women need to take the time and go do them and maybe not go to the same place they've been going to for 30 years. Maybe it's time to go to a new place, look at some friends or some people they know that they really like their hair and ask who they see because it's a haircut. You're going to either absolutely love it and it could change how you feel about yourself or you might not like it and you can always go back to your other person. I think that hair is a big one. And I actually think waxing is a big one if you need to get waxed. I think just shaving your legs sometimes is a big one, Lisa. <laughs> shaving your legs. Yes. Shaving your how about, and your armpits, Katie. Yes. That's now that I'm going, you know, sleeveless. sleeveless. <laughs> or you can get them waxed. So I want to touch a little bit on retail therapy, but let's take a quick break because I want to go have a Rustica cookie while we're talking about Rustica. (laughs) Okay, I'll have one too, Katie. Perfect. Hang tight. On the View in Your Mirror podcast, we love sharing our personal favorites. Rustica Bakery is high on that list and we know you're going to agree. Rustica has two locations. They're original at 3224 West Lake Street in Minneapolis, across from Calhoun Commons and Whole Food Market, and Southdale Center next to Lifetime, where you'll enter without even going into the mall. Both have ample parking, either online or in-store. Bread, breakfast, dessert, treats, a menu sure to allow you to find a personal favorite in no time. Online ordering is a breeze and curbside pickup is an option. Available in-store only are savory menu items. Think grab and go for lunch or enjoy them there. Brunch items are offered Friday through Sunday. My personal favorite is the take and bake cookies. Available online or in-store. Truly a capstone for any get-together and in just 15 minutes from package to plate, a memory to make. We highly suggest you always have these in your freezer. RusticaBakery.com. Find the food and drink you adore or try something new. Rustica Bakery puts the love shown by their customers back into every item baked. 
at Rustica, you're among favorites. And we are back. We're we're all over the map in what we're talking about, but I think there's some really great hints and tips woven in here for, for everyone who listens to us. And we, we couldn't be more happy to have the comments and, and people checking in. And you had someone come across the store to tell you that their favorite episode was the quotes. Yes, the top 10 fashion icons. I was grocery shopping, actually, and this woman who I haven't seen in years, who I actually went to high school with, came up to me and said, oh my God, Lisa, I heard you were doing a podcast and I've been listening and I love it. And I said, thank you. That was so nice of you. I really appreciate it. She goes, and my favorite one is the top 10 fashion icons because who talks about that all in one podcast? I said, thank you. I really appreciate that. And so for me, that really made me feel good because I know that there's people out there listening that I wouldn't know normally would listen. Yeah, I really like to hear it too. Fun to get that little bit of a lift, right? That what we're doing is making a difference. It's making a difference and people are enjoying it. I think probably the one I get the commented on the most still is the bra strap. Oh, I get that all the time. <laughs> but I'm I'm like crazy about it. Like I, I've been seeing clients now. If and if you're fully vaccinated, I will come. I will help you. I'll go to your house. And the one thing I want to say is, which will get us into retail therapy, is I will not go and just go shopping for a client. You know, I need to get back in their closet. We need to have a full conversation about what they have, what they're going to be wearing. We need to talk about what makes them feel good. If they've gained weight, lost weight, all of those conversations we have before I will buy them one piece of clothing. I, I mean, think, they can go and buy whatever they want. Right. I don't, I don't care, but that is not my goal. Oh, but you do care because you look at it when it gets there. Oh no, there it, and- it's called Lisa approved <laughs> Lisa and they approved, hide exactly. things in their closets. So <laughs> even though it's a lot of times virtual, yeah. I still find what they've hidden unless they can tuck it in a drawer. But sometimes <laughs> I ask them to open their drawers up <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what's that? Oh, 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 sorry. You didn't need to see that. I'm like, I don't care. Just show me what you have. So if I start working with people and doing their designing their spaces and they ask for a hidden pocket or a hidden space, I'll know what that's all about. But. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So retail therapy, you're not against it. I am. No, I'm not against retail therapy. Retail therapy makes everybody feel good, right? If you're a shopper, there are some people who just don't like to shop. But they still do retail therapy. Interesting. They just don't buy clothes. Ah. They'll buy wine. They'll buy stuff for their house. They'll they'll buy something. And I think during COVID, people did want packages to come to their house because it made them feel good and they could open something and it was something fresh, new, all of that. I think some people did more retail therapy than they should have done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, retail therapy is not a bad thing. It makes, it's actually scientifically proven that it does something to your brain, right? It makes you feel good for a short period of time. The endorphins, gets the, those endorphins going. It gets the endorphins going. Getting back to retail therapy and what I do is that I don't like people to rush out and go buy something and spend money if they actually have it in their closet. And so I teach and train and help people understand how to understand their wardrobe. Because as soon as they put something on that makes them feel good, I know it instantly. And so do they. Right. And they probably have not even thought of it that way. Most people haven't. You had a client, very high powered client who came to you because she had been recommended by someone else who she respected greatly. And she had some thoughts, right? That she was, <laughs> she, yeah. she was bringing you into her closet. Yes. She told me that when I came over for the first time and we were 
going into her closet in her head, she was thinking to herself, why do I need this person? I do what I do. I am in charge of a large company. And what is she going to help me? But I guess I'll just give it a try. And I went through my procedures, right? Katie, you know what my procedures are. That would take too much time right now. And I went through all of her things. She didn't, I didn't have her buy one new thing. I just showed her how everything works together in her closet. And at the very end, she looked at me, she goes, wow, I never expected something like this. And then she told me really what she thought. The takeaway here is that you should all be looking at your wardrobe and your closet differently now. We've all had 15, 16 months to be in kind of this dark space, but yet very creative space. And we've all maybe done things we've never thought we could do, or we've had patience that we never thought we would have. And we've seen sadness that we never thought we'd experience. So now it's time to really look at your clothes and your wardrobe differently. I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) And to give yourself the space to do this, We as women tend to take on a lot of things. We are moms, we are wives. It's not that we don't have help from other people in our lives, but we tend to set these things aside. And so I think just tell ourselves, you're worth it. You're worth it to have these this wardrobe figured out. Even if in the case of your client, you didn't buy one thing for her. So she had good taste. She had good bones in her wardrobe. But you showed her how to look at it differently. And then when it came time to add on to those pieces, she was confident and it validated what she already knew. And that's another thing within business. We tend to think we're good at everything as women or that we have to be. So giving up some of the control to do organizational things or to do your wardrobe is you got to get your head around it a little bit. And then afterwards, it goes back to that efficiency. If you do this on the front end, you'll have way more time do the other things you love to do. Obviously, you and I are a little organized, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I spent about 30, maybe 40 minutes last week going through my closet. It needed to be done. Things had gotten moved. And once I got done, 30 to 40 minutes, I felt just renewed. There were some things in there that I moved around so that they were closer so that I could see them and I'll wear them more. There were some things that I got rid of. Why am I keeping this? You know, it's interesting at what phase you are when you see different things to say, why am I keeping this? And if that can be done throughout your house at different times, your pantries, your drawers, I mean, how many utensils do you have in your utensil drawer that you might use it once every three years? Why is it they're taking up space? I have two utensil drawers, Katie. I have the utensil drawer that I use maybe once every three years. And then I have my utensil drawer that I use every day. Well, that makes sense. At least that's organized. You're not at least opening. If you only open the one drawer every once in a while. But that that was a COVID organizational thing. That was a day that I'm like, okay, what can I do today? Because I'm not leaving my house and I've done everything I need to do. Uh, it totally makes sense. Listen, I want to tell people, let's not be intimidated by our closets, our spaces. Exactly. Let's not be intimidated by what our clothes are going to look like on us. Pull the Band-Aid off. It's like getting on a scale. Not Nobody loves to get on a scale. At some point, you probably should know you're going to do it at the doctor or whatever. It's a data point, right? Exactly. It's a data data point. point. Whatever that scale says is who you are, where you are at that point. What you feel around it is what you feel around it. And there's all sorts of psychology that goes into that. Going into your closet and what you have in there and how it's organized is a data point for you. So as you, as a professional person, have your career, 
you should be constantly looking to improve, right? Constant improvement in your career, in your life. You're, you want your kids to constantly improve in school. You want your marriage to constantly improve. Your How you surround yourself should also constantly improve. Exactly. And the bottom line is that all women, even if they hate clothes and they hate getting dressed and they don't want to dress up. So everyone thinks like when I'm talking about clothes, they all think that you have to dress up, right? Don't have to dress up. You can be who is the best version of you, right? You still have to feel good in what that is. Even if you like wearing white t-shirts and, you know, jogging pants or chinos, right? Well, not all chinos fit the same, right? Not all white t-shirts fit the same. Try to find a good white t-shirt. It's very difficult, by the way. Very difficult. Yes. And when I find it, trust me, I tell all my clients, buy this t-shirt. But what I'm trying to say is that everybody needs to understand that if they can find that feeling, they are going to be so much more productive in their day, no matter who they are, what they're doing, or where they're going, including a vacation, including a wedding. It's all the same. The principles are the same. And learning how to pack correctly for those vacations oh, is I an got art a whole, form, isn't we, it? We'll, we're going to have to do a podcast on my packing stuff because I've probably helped four clients in the last two weeks because they're going on their first trip and it's as if they never traveled before and they were traveling Monday through Friday before COVID. But yeah. we had our conversation. Yes. We got back into this whole thing. But, you know, again, that's a process. And when you can pack correctly and you get to the hotel and you open up your suitcase and you go, oh, I did bring the right things. That's a good Otherwise, you go into retail therapy and you go shopping out of town and you spend way more money than you should have. And then you have to figure out how to bring it back because you probably packed your suitcase too Too full full because Because you didn't know what to bring. And you put too many shoes in. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. We're going to end with this because people are starting to go back to work. And you had some thoughts on that. They're going back, whether they're going back in hybrid or what. You were talking about not going out and buying a bunch of new things as they re-emerge into this new paradigm of work. Right. Well, the one, I mean, this could be a whole podcast, but the one suggestion I'm going to make to everybody is when you have an hour, hour and a half, go into your closet and think in terms of if you've only gained five to let's say eight pounds, some things might be tight, some things might fit you fine. Keep those in your closet, but think about if you didn't like them in the first place, get rid of them. They don't need to be in your closet. It's just wasting space. We gave a lot of hints and tips of where to get rid of these clothes back in one of our earlier podcasts. So there you go. There's another podcast to yeah, go There's another podcast to. to listen to. Definitely do that. And then relook and regroup. That's where I come in, right? Getting all of the stuff out that you don't think you'll ever wear again is really important. It, it will make you feel so much better. It will make you feel lighter. It will make you feel lighter. Yeah. And then think about your hair. Yes. Think about your hair. And then reach out and let us know what you have done differently during COVID. We love hearing feedback. So drop us a note. Lisa, you are Lisa at wardrobeconsulting.net. And I am Katie at katieharms.com. You can tweet us at The View in Your Mirror. You can Instagram us at The View in Your Mirror. You can reach out on Facebook at The View in Your Mirror. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you. It truly is both of our passion. And it is important to us that we give you information that will help you so that the view in your mirror is the best it can possibly be. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you all for joining us. Until next time. (laughs) 